0: use that opportunity to go and indoctrinate and, and these kids with your street ghetto philosophy certain point if you raise your level of income to the status of a rock star then uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then, That's right. then you got to keep coming up with ways to maintain that status we i mean i'm not even i'm not even saying eat meat but at least put some cereal in the milk come on <laughs> That's like taking 666, the mark of the beast, and redefining it like Biggie tried to do and saying, no, it means this or that. No, 666 is 666. You can call it holy 666, but it's still the mark of the beast. Whether it's welcome or unwelcome, you as preachers of the word are to show people in what way their lives are wrong. We welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Gentleness is a powerful spiritual fruit that is very necessary when dealing with others. This fruit is a great benefit. Look, somebody say benefit. benefit. I wouldn't serve God if there were no great benefits. I'm serious. I'm serious. I was, I'm serving God because he is God of all. That's the greatest benefit. Because he's God of all, guess what that means? That means he knows everything. Why would you not serve the one that knows everything? So anyway, this, is a gra- th- this fruit is a great benefit to those in the faith that we encounter in our walk. Being gentle and kind makes us model citizens in the body of Christ. Second Timothy 2 and 24. And the servant of the Lord must not strive, but be gentle unto all men apt to teach. Y'all, that's probably one of the most powerful verses in the whole Bible. The servant of the Lord must not try to be something. If you're trying to be something in this life and prove somebody wrong because they said something negative to you, you can't be a servant of the Lord. There is no God and your agenda. That's right. The reason we come to Christ is because we want to deny our agendas. We want to put what we thought to the side and be what he says. Yeah. Yeah. Gentleness doesn't mean that we walk around quiet, never angry, and always soft and delicate. That's what they expect. What would Jesus do? Jesus wouldn't be preaching that. Jesus wouldn't say that. Why? Why? The world always trying to tell us what Jesus would do. Don't we know? We the ones read the Bible. Oh right. no, ex- I'll tell you exactly what Jesus would do. Right. Depends on what you're doing. That's right. That's right. There is no way any human can live their lives like this. So anybody telling you, oh, I just love that brother. He's so mild-mannered, he's always walking around. How are you doing, sister? <laughs> he's gay. real man walking around doing that junk Jesus didn't do that mess how you gonna drive people out of the temple like that y'all get out Oh, stop this oh I just can't watch that's not what Jesus Jesus was a carpenter you can't use a hammer and be a sissy you have to have some kind of brute force to drive a nail Somewhere. A hammer fall out your arm and hit you. Oh. Ooh, I just, this is too butch. No one can walk around like that. No human. You're gonna get mad, you're gonna get upset, you're gonna be happy, you're gonna be sad, you're gonna be down, you're gonna be depressed sometimes. That don't mean you go get a prescription for it. It's overcome it. How many of you have been depressed? I mean, I was depressed this week. Yeah. I didn't go get a drug. I just said, hey, I'm going to come through it. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sir. Man. Amen. Yeah. I was laying up in the bed last night. I'm like, I got to get to sleep because I got to wake up and preach. And I couldn't go to sleep because I was thinking about everything that happened the week before. Because I'm a human being. I can right. preach to you and tell you how to go to sleep. But sometimes I can't. Yeah. Right. Every now and then. It's every blue moon now. Thank God it used to be like that all the time. But now... I pretty much got control of it. But when things happen, out of your control, what you going to do? Yeah, right. You're a human being. So I'd say, Lord, put me to sleep. Then I said, no, Lord, don't put me to sleep because right. you're too powerful. I mean, I might not be able to get up. I said, let me try it again on my own. And I finally went to sleep. <laughs> I want the Lord to do it, Jack. No, be careful what you pray for. Even being filled with the Holy Ghost we will still show all human emotions in this life and there is nothing look somebody say there's nothing wrong with that no. so we go through things how many of you go through things yes, yeah is this dude talk. I mean it don't mean you backslide and go get drunk right. <laughs> and that's what your brothers are for you call one of us hey man I'm down man you know things ain't turning around oh brother I'll pray with you man let's, let's just talk about it I've been there before hey we can, we can deal with this brother you know, you need a little help? I mean, I, I'm here for you. Just whatever you need. You, you know, brothers now, you don't walk in the house. What are we going to do? It's over. It's over. Your wife is like, tell your boy, tell your boy that. You know, man, things are a little tough. I don't tell her. You got five children. She's breastfeeding two. And then you come in I hope you got enough milk. <laughs> I have to sit myself down for that. But that was out of control. Was that out of control? That was just out of control. Even being filled with the Holy Ghost, we will still show all human emotions in this life. And there's nothing wrong with that. Ephesians 4 and 26... Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down on your wrath. And that's a reference to sleep, is what it is. Because you don't want to go to bed with all this, you know. Amen. Or you won't be able to sleep. And not sleeping will mess with your mind, mess with you chemically. Amen. Most people that are diagnosed as being depressed it's some sleep deprivation yeah because your body doesn't have all that it needs for the next day so your body's going to tell you something is wrong and you start feeling down gentleness simply means when we are angry or upset we are still in control and we do not allow our emotions to control our judgment isn't that a good definition yeah you can get angry and upset but you're just not going to act on that And that's real hard for you women. I know that because you are emotional beings. That's why when you get mad and upset, sometimes you got to lock yourself up in your car. Drive up the street, park it, lock the doors. Just swallow the key. (laughs) (laughs) Because I might do something that I will regret. Because you know. amen you know you you know men you're not like that you can be angry and still handle business i hope if you wasn't raised by your father then you need to find a man to help mentor you into that because that's one thing you're supposed to learn from a father is how to handle things when they when they're overbearing without handling them like a female if you watched your mom and that was all you watched then you're going to be handling things like a female when things get bad, you're going to be talking about it all the time. And you're going to make the house, you're going to put the house in a panic. You're going to handle it like a woman. And you, you can't do that. You have to handle it like a man because you have to protect your family because they're dependent on you. That's right. That's right. Amen. Amen. We continue to show love and treat people right even when they do us wrong. Being kind to others even when we are upset or angry, gentleness calms us down to the place. Where we can deal with ourselves and others no matter how we are feeling. That's what gentleness is. Proverbs 15 and 1. A soft answer turneth away wrath. But grievous words stir up anger. We talked about the soft answer last week. Knowing when to be gentle and when to be stern is a major part of this spiritual fruit. Jesus knew when to be angry. And when to even act on his anger. But he was also caring and nurturing when he needed to be as well. Jesus got upset right here. Matthew 21 and 12. And Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all them that sold and brought in, bought in the temple. And overthrew the tables of money changers and seats of them that sold doves. Okay. Now this was somebody that was mad. What did Jesus do? Jesus cast them out. He threw them out. Then he went and threw the tables over. This is why we must depend on the spirit so we can do what? This is a balanced church. Balance this out and not damage ourselves or others by acting on the wrong emotion. Jesus was acting on an emotion and it was important for him to act on that emotion because he was teaching a precedent. Another aspect of gentleness that's very important. Being approachable. Everyone in here should be approachable. No one in here is better than anyone. And don't try to act like you didn't think it because you do think it. You see certain people come to you, you start sizing them up. Yeah, you do. I mean, it's just human nature. The Bible says on three occasions the disciples, Jesus preaching about something else and the Bible said, and then they just sat there and started stirring trying to figure out which one was the greatest. I mean, they just kept doing that. Because that's just human, you know, that's just our human nature. Somebody wants to be the alpha, somebody wants to be in charge, all those kinds of things, you know. And so, you know, we, we deal with that. But we, w- gentleness keeps us from acting on those things and treating people like we're better than them. Amen? Gentleness makes us treat people with tenderness and care. Always seeing them on our level and never assuming we are better than they are. That's gentleness. That's how Jesus was. He never assumed people were, he was better than, he was a son of God. He could have done that with anyone, but he never assumed it. He would talk to any one of them, no matter who it was. He would just randomly go up to people and talk to them. And that's how, that's how we have to be, amen? amen? Putting God's plan for us first will always humble us so we see others as ourselves. Luke 22 and 26. But ye shall not be so. But he that is greatest among you, let him be as the younger. And he that is chief as he that doth serve. That's what me and my wife tell you all the time. We are here to serve you. Amen? Y'all are not our servants. We're not here to be treated like king and queens. We're here to serve you. Don't we try to serve you in every capacity we can? Don't we try? If you know us, you know we try. We don't show respect to persons and nothing like that, you know. Uh, It's just not even like that, you know. We just, hey, we love all y'all. If God, who created the universe and knows all things, can come to us and hear us when we pray, then we should be able to be approachable to all that we encounter. Being lifted up and prideful is the opposite of gentleness. You can't be gentle and arrogant. Proverbs 8 and 13. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Pride and arrogance and the evil way and the forward mouth do I hate. God is saying it right here. Pride and arrogance is evil and he hates it. We should never expect God's people to lift us up and treat us as if we are better than they are and gentleness keeps us free from prideful lust and helps us see ourselves in others. It's very important that you see yourself in others. That way you'll treat them like you want to be treated. Amen? Yes, you know, my wife would travel. You know, back when I was traveling like every week, you know, one week we'll go to, to a place They'll have a whole team look like the CIA pick us up. Big old stretch Escalade limo food in there. Just, I mean, just we're like, Yes! <laughs> treat me special next week minivan out there with laundry in it stepping over kids toys and nowhere to put your bag and you gonna have to just set it right here for now and we jump right in and go do what we gotta do you know what happened Lord what, what happened did I do something wrong what, 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 what happened but I don't look for it. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's never been like that. I don't treat, I don't get up and preach different. Right. Ah, yes, if there had been a limo, then I'd have altar call. You don't get no altar call with the caravan. Right. Some preachers are like that. They are. But we've never been like that. We treat everyone, I preach the exact same. Sometimes it's 10,000 folks, sometimes it's a hundred. And there's no difference. I mean, because you can't treat people differently. Amen. We treat everyone the same. We should never expect God's people to lift us up and treat us as if we are better. And you know, I don't know why the churches have bought into this thing, but uh, you know, they—they like training people to teach the, to treat the pastor a certain way. They're you know, armor bearer training, and we are gonna have a seminar on how to carry his Bible and Carmex his lips and pick his fro out. Went to one church, you know, and that's back when I was a little heavy. So I sweat all my clothes out. So I went to the back, you know, to change clothes. So I'm back there about to change my clothes. Dude walked in. I said, <laughs> did I just do the LGBT stroll? Because that's like, you know, you already know when they're walking like that. You already know. So I'm like, excuse me, bro, you know. He said, oh, no, I'm just here to assist you. And he came and he stood right in front of me and did this. I said, what, do you want five? <laughs> all right, man, there you can go. <laughs> no, I, want, I need your clothes. That's not gentleness. That's gay. <laughs> gentleness keeps us free from prideful lust and helps us see ourselves in others. First, Peter 5 and 5. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. And then I love what Peter says, right? He says, matter of fact, all y'all be subject one to another. Now, what he's, he's not saying defy the elder because he made the statement plain to submit yourself to the elder. But what he's saying right after that is be clothed with humility. That means, elder, don't you get caught up in yourself because they're submitting to you. You see what I'm saying? So Peter just made, made it clear there. And be clothed with humility for God don't like the proud, but he gives grace to those that know how to humble themselves. Amen. Rescuing the fallen. When we are approachable and gentle, we can build others up. Gentleness helps us stay calm and not escalate problems or push people's buttons. You know when you say that to her, you know how she's going to react. Why are you pushing her buttons? You know how he's going to react. Why would you say that? It's like you mad and you just got it in the holster. Whenever I say this, he goes crazy. But I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. Why? Why do you want to see him go crazy? and Y'all got to call the cops again. All the neighbors out looking at you. Mm -hmm. She said it again. That's not gentleness. Look at somebody and say, That's not gentleness. That's not how you behave. Even in here. I mean, you know, so and so is adamant about her cooking. So why would you go up and say, so-and-so cook better than you. Why, who, why, why is it? Who, who? <laughs> why did you say that? Right. Gentleness helps us stay calm and not escalate problems, push people's buttons. It puts us in position to help solve problems and give answers. So when you're gentle, people will come to you for answers. Yeah, they'll come to you for answers. You wonder why people don't have, let me tell you. This annoys me. This is like scratching on a chalkboard. When you go looking for people to come to you for answers. What are you doing? If they want to come to you, they'll come. You don't go seeking out people to mentor. Sister, God told me that I need to be in your life to speak in you. That's backwards. Isn't that backwards? They're supposed to come to you. They're watching you, seeing how you do things, how you conduct yourself, how you treat your husband, how you treat your children. They're watching you, and then they'll come when they have a question. You don't go around, I need you in my life. I I just need you to grab hold of my coattail, because we're going places. But if you have the fruits of the Spirit and proof that the Holy Ghost is in you, people can see that. That's proof. And when they see the proof, they want some of it. They want to know how you did that. Watching you look somebody say they're watching you. watching you. They're watching you. They're watching your husband. That's what my wife does. She sits in church and watches when we go when we travel anywhere. You know, I'm listening to the preacher and I'm watching him and she's straight up checking out his wife because she says she can see everything she needs to see about the whole ministry in the eyes of the wife. I can't do that. I can't even tell when it's we even when it's real. That's offensive to women, too. I, I come home. I tell, I tell my wife. I'm like, oh, I'm not, but she has some pretty hair. That ain't hers. I'm like, dang! The real hair women just gotta defend that cap, I guess. I, that's fake. Okay. I, I, I thought it looked nice. Well, this ain't real. Okay. And Vicky, now Vicky's old enough. They just say it in harmony. Yes. I'm like, okay. I'm watching TV. And I'm like, oh, no, no, that's a nice hairstyle. It's fake. (laughs) Gentleness helps us stay calm and not escalate. It puts us in position to help solve problems. 1 Peter 3 and 15 says, but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to do what? To do what? To give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you. And then what does it say after that? With meekness, which that word translates to there as kindness, and with fear. So when they come to you, you don't get arrogant at that point and think you got it. No, you handle them from from the standpoint that, you know, I'm trying my best and all you have to do is try your best. I don't make the mark all the time. Amen? Amen. That's what sin is, missing the mark. I don't make the mark all the time, but I'm striving to. So we don't get arrogant with it, but we try to help people with the little knowledge that we have because we all have a little knowledge. I had a friend, that, well, actually it was Dwight McKissick, we was talking because some pastor called him talking about me and, G Craig, he thinks he's a scholar. He's not a scholar. He, take, he takes the word and says this and that. He's not a scholar. He's not a scholar. He's a, and, and, and Pastor McKissick said he told him, man, we are all a bunch of bootleg scholars anyway. <laughs> we all a bunch of bootleg scholars reading what somebody else wrote That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> gentleness helps us rescue our brothers and sisters when they fall and helps us to be empathetic toward their needs it doesn't mean we are pushovers or gullible but it means we know how to listen and discern when we should speak and when we should hear don't mean you're gullible and just go for everything and just you know that, that's not gentle that's crazy you got to be discerning in the time that we're living in right now because everyone is not on the up and up. So we have to live a life, be harmless as a dove, but we got to be what? Wise as a serpent. Wise as a serpent. Yes. Amen. Galatians 6 and 1, brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted we should always be available to lend an ear and our hearts to our brothers and sisters in the faith though we speak truth and bring the sword when necessary did y'all hear that part though we speak truth and bring the sword when necessary we should also know how to bring peace and comfort to those that need it we should be able to nurture others with kindness and model gentleness when it is necessary so that we can be used by God, no matter what the situation is calling for. Sometimes you sit your child down and you say, "You know, hey brother, you know this, this, these are our rules in the house, you know, and so I'm not going to let you do that. You can't do that anymore, okay, daddy?" And then the next time you can't be gentle. You got to bust them up. anybody ever gave a whooping gentle? No. The Bible said if you spur the rod, you're going to spoil the child. It said when they act up, beat them. How you beat somebody gentle? Beat is the opposite of gentle. So there comes a time when you got to beat them. We should be able to nurture others with kindness and model gentleness when it is necessary. So that we can be used by God no matter what the situation is calling for. 1 Thessalonians 5 and 14. Now we exhort you, brethren, warn them that are unruly. Comfort the feeble-minded support the weak and be patient toward who learned that last week be patient so basically Paul is telling them in Thessalonians all of the fruits of the spirit you have to exhibit them all you got to exhort the brethren you got to warn them when they're acting unruly amen that's not the time to be gentle that's the time to be stern hell is hot you don't do that gently (laughs) you let them know bro you're gonna die you gotta stop summary when people are hurting they will go to those they feel are gentle and those that will not make matters worse amen when they're hurting they're not going to sister busy bee standing next to her trying to tell her and she's already talking about somebody I don't trust you sister messy every time you go to her Lips just stuck. (laughs) You ought to smile sometimes. I am smiling. (laughs) No. That's what gentleness is all about. The sinners came to Jesus. Some even in secret. High profile sinners. Nicodemus was high profile. He was a leader of the Jews. The sinners came to Jesus, some even in secret, because the scribes and Pharisees would dangle the law over them and hurt them even more. So if they went to the real leaders, the leaders would beat them up with the law. They were too religious and too legalistic. So the people didn't want to share anything with them. That's why they were coming to Jesus, because Jesus wasn't about that. Jesus was about helping them, no matter what the situation was. He was approachable. He was gentle. The same Jesus that went, turned the tables over, beat everybody out, cast them out. They knew that there was a gentle disposition about him if they really needed help. So they would go to him. The scribes and Pharisees even got mad. Huh? He's always over there talking to the sinners and he's always talking to the publicans. Why does he do that? Doesn't he know that they are unfit and they are unworthy? Well, that's why nobody's coming to y'all. Because you're prejudging people before they even get an opportunity. When a person is hurting, most of the time they know when it's their fault and they know when they have blown it. Amen. When you're hurting, you knew you blew it. You don't need nobody to come tell you, well, you blew it, brother. You just blew it. Nope, there's no way. No, it's over. It's, life is over. <laughs> just, that's it. That's it. Just, it's, it's, you're, just, you're not going to talk to anybody like that. You want to talk to somebody that understands, man, I did that before, man. You know, I mean, it's bad, but you know, we can get through it, dude. This is what you need to do. That's who you want to talk to. If Jesus wasn't exhibiting human emotions, he wouldn't have been approachable like that. Does that make sense? So when a person is hurting most of the time, they know when it's their fault. They know when they've blown it. So with gentleness, Jesus listened to them and gave them what? Hope. This is what being gentle and kind is all about. We should have this approach with our fellow man so that we can exhibit the real proof of the Holy Ghost in dwelling. Ephesians 4 and 32. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake has forgiving you the beauty of all the fruits of the spirit is that they come to make you more like jesus how many of you want to be more like jesus everyone stand to your feet more like jesus that's our prayer today more gentleness but you can't just have more gentleness without understanding when to be stern so we just need more jesus we need more of his spirit so that the fruits of the spirit can be operating in all our lives everyone bow your heads Father God, I thank you, Lord, for this great assembly of adamant believers that you've brought here, Lord. I thank you for their hearts to desire the truth, their hearts to expose their family to this kind of truth and these messages. And God, I thank you for these strong men that are here, God, that want to be the heads of their households. And these women that are here that want to be the help meet in the home and even these singles that are that that are desiring to have that one day, Lord. I just thank you, God, for bringing such a wonderful group of people here to support your truth, God, and to support you, to support me and support my wife and my family. And God, I thank you for their prayers. And Lord, I pray right now, God, that any area in any of our lives that isn't totally surrendered to you, that is causing conflict with the gifts of your spirit, with the fruit of your spirit, God, I pray, Lord, that you will make it evident to us and show it to us so we can take care of it and get it out of our way get it out of your way so that we can possess the true proof of your indwelling god so that when men see us they will know us by the fruit that we bear and we know fruit that's not people but fruit are the fruits of the spirit and we want these fruits operating in our lives Every day. I pray right now, God, for more gentleness in our lives, Lord, so that we will know when to turn to EX Ministries passionate, adamant believer fire. Turn it down so it don't consume everyone in our path, Lord. And offer some gentleness and balance it out to where we know when to say something and when not to say it. When to be silent. When we get around certain people, we don't try to destroy them with the newfound truth we have. But God, we will be patient and we will exhibit these fruit, Lord, so that we can be better examples of who you want us to be. And we can handle things in this life the way your son Jesus handled things in this life. .exministries.com